0: FCUM Radio, FC and Music United.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host, Cockers, and on this week's show, we're bringing you build up and reaction to FC United's league fixture from Saturday. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news in winning ways as FC United have progressed through to the second round of the Women's National League plate. Following a 1-0 victory away at Leefield Athletic on Sunday, here's manager Jenny Swarbrick speaking to Matt shortly after the full-time whistle.
2: I don't think it was our best performance of the season, but um, what I would say it was one where we found a way to win, um, something we've been talking about as a team for a while now around... You know, playing to our strengths, making sure we control the things that we can control, like being organised behind the ball, not doing silly mistakes to concede silly goals. You know, a few weeks ago we'd probably conceded a few goals, but we've certainly tidied them up today. Um, so I think defensively we looked a lot stronger because we're doing a lot of work on that. Um, but and I think as well at times with the possession, we built some good stuff possession-wise, but we weren't quite there in the final third. Um, it was a dominant performance, but. Um, I do think we've still got a lot of levels to to progress through as we go over the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, and um, obviously second win in the season, um, good for confidence as well. We were able to give minutes as well to a couple of um, people that needed minutes as well. Um, How will that sort of affect or help uh, preparation going forward then obviously to get, get another win under the belt?
2: Well, we talk about team ethos and that it takes the whole team to be able to put together these wins um, and it just showed that today with us being able to bring on um, Ellie Rigby. Again, made a very good impact off the bench and that's something that I asked for. I thought she was very good with her. One of the first touches on the ball, she was able to slide the ball through, and then it was a good finish again from Shan to get the the goal that managed to to seal the the win for us in the cup today. So for me, that just shows that team ethos. It takes everybody, all the subs, all the players, um, you know, to, to grind through, and I was really really pleased with the team performance.
0: And just briefly, I know next week we're back in the league against Stockport. Have you had any thoughts yet on that game, or just in case of get back into training? Well, I, think, I
2: think it's going to be a difficult game. Um, it's good. It's good that it's at our home ground um, on a good pitch where we know how to play. Today was a very very tricky pitch, and that did um, it did cause us problems in possession at times. So I'm quite confident that you know we can build on some of the work we've been doing over the last few weeks in terms of dominating possession and looking at ways that we're trying to play and build. Um, And we'll take that to Stockport. Um, We'll have a a good go at it. Um, I think we've come a very, very long way and I'm really excited to see um, us being tested against what will be a very good team. But we'll be clear on our game plan and clear on how we're going to
1: approach the game to try and get the win. Women's team manager Jenny Swarbrick there. And that match back in the league between FC United and Stockport County kicks off at 2pm this Sunday at Broadhairs Park. And we'll have full live commentary from that match via the FC Radio website for those of you who cannot make the game in person. In other news, and the date has been announced for FC United's opening game in Group C of this season's Phoenix Trophy, and FC will get their campaign underway in Poland as the Reds take on Krakow Dragons on Monday the 6th of November. And staying with the men's team, FC United on Tuesday travelled to Gorsi Lane as the Reds took on an in-form Warrington-Ryland side in the league. And to find out how the night went, let's hand over to Ben and Paul.
3: Hall, we're throwing down the left-hand side, Butler wins it but uh, FC United with the ball now. McLaughlin, good ball to find Zuck, Zuck takes the ball forward, right-hand side of the box. Zuck, crossed this ball in towards the edge of the penalty area and cleared. ..by warrington Rylance, and this is what we don't want. A long ball played over the top for Sidibe to chase onto Jones with some cracking defending there. Really good. Oliver to Donahue And cleared by Oliver towards Kane. Header of one there by Wilson. Here's Munro now. Munro turns, creates some space plays it down the line here, Fitzmartin beats his man good stuff there from Fitzmartin Fitzmartin crosses the ball in to McLaughlin and good defending there, the midfielder tracking back it's going to be a corner ball to FC United, what a ball in and what play from FC United, Munro started all that off, Fitzmartin with the cross in, McLaughlin was there but so was Clive Smith and a corner ball Paul.
4: Superb bit of play by Fitzmartin uh, midway inside the Warrington half there where he nicked the ball past the player and raced away and he's earned FC's first corner
3: half an hour played FC United with their first corner from their right hand side it's taken short by Fitzmartin here's Baru to Donahue 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 plays the ball infield here's Fitzmartin now right side of the box crosses into the near post and it's another corner it was Kane on the near post there but Bailey put a challenge in just as uh, Kane got his shot away. And it's another corner. And that was a good bit of play there from SC United from that set piece. Another corner from the same place. Looks like the same routine. Warrington Rowlands a bit more wise to it this time. They've committed three blue shirts to this short corner. Donahue and Baru are near this ball. Fitzmartin to take it. Nope, both players now running away. Different corner this time. Fitzmartin on his right foot crosses that ball into Baru. Oh, and he couldn't wrap his foot round it. Cleared by Wilson, here's Donahue now, Donahue gets the ball in midfield and now he's driving forward, plays it outside of his boot to Munro, Munro square to this right-hand touchline to Fitzmartin Fitzmartin holds on to it, Fitzmartin now crosses this ball in, that looks like catching practice for Pillin. It's going to go all the way back to Pillin in the Rylands goal, he's uh, got time to take the sting out of things and plays it out to this near touchline Swaby so Evans Nevin's there but so's Donahue. Donahue now down the right-hand side Donahue. Step over still with the ball. Another step over to the byline. Plays the ball to Fitzmartin. Right-hand side of the box. Into the box. Goes for goal. Oh. oh, he puts it over. And as soon as that left his foot, Paul, it looked like it was gonna. It was heading for the top corner until it wasn't. Yeah, he tried
4: to bend it into the far corner, but uh, just just went too high. But it's a great cutback by Donahue there. And again, the FC carving out chances.
3: Yeah, I think that's... Uh, good play from Michael Donoghue down the right hand side and clever work from Fitzmartin to make himself available where he did and uh, here's Guy Hall now, Guy Hall on the left hand side plays the ball down the left hand side and Smith lets this ball go out of play and it's going to be a throw in to Warrington Islands Long ball played over the top, Bacor is through here, Bacor goes for goal and it's an early goal, preceded by FC United and it's the substitute who's been on the pitch now for 30 seconds in this second half. A long ball played over the top. court beat the offside trap. And he finished well, Paul. I make it 25 seconds.
4: He what? took it well. Was there anything FC could have done? Um, possibly been a bit tighter on the player passing passing the ball through. But he, he just he just out, outstripped the defender and uh, it was a cool finish. Butler the
3: centre-back. Drives it down the line, finds Hardcastle in space, and SC9 opened up here. Oh, good save by boys. Well, here's Guy Hall now. Guy Hall launched it forward. Kane's in a bit of space here. And that ball gets to Kane. Kane into the penalty area. Can he find space for himself? He can. But the angle was tight and it's saved on the near post there by Pilling. Back into midfield with Munro. Munro with a, a cultured pass his left-hand side for Guy Hall to take over. Guy Hall now down the left-hand side. Got a for company. Guy Hall checks inside. Plays it here to Morris. Morris on the byline. Cross. Oh, a shot and a save by the goalkeeper. That was good from FC United. Guy Hall there, impressive stuff. Infield to Jones inside the centre circle. This is the last attack out to the left-hand side. And that is full time. And Warrington Rylands have won this game by one goal to nil. FC United's away record continues with zero in the win column and zero in the draw column. But this has been a better performance, if I could word it like that, and the Warrington-Rylands defeating the FA Cup a fortnight ago. But FC United will be frustrated that they've not tested the goalkeeper more. They've had a lot of possession there. And Warrington-Rylands have just soaked it up. And the crucial goal came within 25 seconds of the second half starting. And then that, that was all Warrington-Rylands needed.
4: I think it was the best away performance of the four we've had so far. In that we've gone toe-to-toe with Rylands, who were second in the table. And we've given them a real test tonight. And I think they're quite relieved to get that final whistle. But having said all that, we're just not finding the killer punch in front of goal. And uh, I think it's a concern that you can have so much of the second half. We carved out chances. We've had 14 goal attempts tonight, but we haven't scored. And that's something we need to look at.
3: There's been a couple of occasions where Pilling has come to the rescue, but... The way Rylands were playing, it was 15 minutes ago now nearly. They sat back and said, right, you have the ball. And we didn't break them down effectively.
4: And they they were comfortable in the fact that they didn't think we could score. And they were right ultimately.
3: I I think you can't fault the effort tonight. No, I'm I'm not saying that. I'm just disappointed that we've not tested the goalkeeper more. Effort-wise, FC United, they've run tonight. They really have, and they've probed, they passed, they tried to work out a gap. All credit to Warrington Rylands, that gap just hasn't been forthcoming. They've defended really well.
1: And ahead of FC United's next match on Saturday at Workington, it was announced that FC had signed Scarborough forward Jake Charles on an initial one-month-long loan. And ahead of kick-off on Saturday, Ben caught up with Neil Reynolds to hear how Jake was settling in.
0: So, you know, I've known, I've known Jake uh, for a while now. I, know, I knew that he, once he broke his collarbone, he's, he's gone out the side, uh, back fit, big, strong, centre-forward, left-footed, quick in behind, hungry, you know, and, and I just I knew that, I don't know, he lives quite a way away. You know, he was uh, towards Harrogate Way, just maybe a chance of getting him in. And, you know, the minute we, we got a chance to speak to him, thanks to Jonathan Green at Scarborough for allowing us to speak to him, uh, he said the only club that he wants to join was FC United. So, you know, he, he's, he's been good. He came in and trained with the lads on Thursday. We all went for a bite to eat in Nando's afterwards. He joined the squad, which was great. And and he'll go straight in today, you know, and, you know, if my record keeps up, you know, <laughs> usually the debut do score on the, you know, the first game, but we'll have to see. But he, he give, he'll give us a different dimension uh, up the top end of the pitch today.
3: For those who didn't watch Stafford Rangers, I mean what what is his style of play and, and what can we expect?
0: He's listen, he's quick, he's strong, he's good in the air, he spins in behind, he works hard, uh and, and, and he's got that left foot and, and he looks to shoot at every opportunity. And you know in training the other night when we were working our attacking drills and finishing drills, he's he's in the right place at the right time. And I don't want to put him under too much pressure. I want him to come in and enjoy his, his football. He's he's been a long time out of football now, but you know don't read too much into uh, his scoring record I know people were talking about it but you know it's, it's strikers go through periods and they don't go through periods but for us the way we play it's important that we got something different uh, at the top end of the pitch and that's no disrespect to Maxi or, or Nick it's just something different and that's why we've we've gone and brought him in and we're delighted with him and his attitude is fitting straight away you know and, and he'll start today
3: so tough opponents today especially here at Borough Park what, what, what are you expected from Workington
0: well it's, it's an easy one isn't it you know we, we, our, our away record is, is not great you know their home record is good they're going to be a strong side they're going to need no need revving up it's FC United in town but you know we, we've, we've done really well Tuesday night Then I watched the game again and again and we talked about it on Thursday night and we were really really good and Loads of fans coming off Ben. I said to you, I said how well you've done. Stick with the young guns. Keep going with them, and and hopefully they'll turn it around. But we've just got to keep going. You know, this side isn't going to go all season without winning away from home. If it's not today, it might be mars. if It's not mars It might be more But they will do when we're playing a good brand of football. And and that's what I'm really chuffed about. And on another day, Elliot Morris bends one in the top corner on Tuesday night. We probably go on and win the game. But it wasn't to be. And there's no point dwelling on it. We got in Thursday night. We had a great training session. Like I said, we all went to Nando's for about a bite to eat afterwards. A bit of a team bonding. Thanks, thanks for the invite, Yeah, sorry, yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and and then we, you know, we've, we've come up today and we're in really good spirits. And, and that's that's happened since the first time this this group reported on the 30th of June. They're a brilliant bunch of kids. And every time that I see them, I love working with them. Are we going to win every game this season? I already said that no, we're not. And at the minute, we're not winning away from home. But that doesn't, you know, I want people to get behind them, not get against them. Uh, and, and people keep reminding us that it's a bit like we haven't won at home for how many years. You keep, people keep banging the drum and banging the drum. And, and, the, and there is, there's there's no miracle that you don't win at home because people are always obsessed with it. At the minute, people are obsessed with us not winning away from home. I'm obsessed with us just developing this group of players into better players and a better team. And that's, that's our obsession and we'll continue to do that.
3: And obviously, this is the part one of a triple header of... Longer away games, you've got to rotate, haven't you? I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah absolutely,
0: yeah. And, and and I don't mind, you know, sharing the team. Yeah, we are going to rotate. We're going to do that today. We're going to go with our back five. Uh, in, in case people don't are aware of the news, we've, we've released Czech Tam. Uh, he's gone. Uh, there's been a few things behind the scenes, uh, which I won't go into. But if people do want to ask me, I'll tell them face to face and not over the radio. So Czech's gone.
3: So, just one of them things that just didn't work out. Yeah, that, absolutely.
0: Just what? yeah, just leave it as that, and you know that that's. Uh, and it wasn't on our side, so it's, you know, it's worth mentioning that now. But we'll go with Patty Nets, uh, we'll go Pavot right back, Curtis Jones, Charlie Oliver and Guy. I think the five of them are really settling into play now and the, you know, the, they're showing themselves to be a really good back five. In front of that, uh, we're going with Griffiths and Munro with Donahue in a kind of joystick position where he can go forward and back and sideways, whichever yeah. he wants, got a bit of a free roll. At the top end of the pitch, Dante comes in on the left, Maxi goes out to the right and Jake will start down the middle, so... You know, lads like Elliot and, and Jay who've played a lot of football this season just need to come out and have a rest. Uh, we'll join Nick Ballardo, uh, Charlie Ennis uh, will be on the bench and Deb McLaughlin. So so yeah, so we're you know lucky to rotate, like you said. Journeys are journeys are hard. So we're coming here today, we're hopefully we're fresh. And then if we need to change it at 70 minutes we can do. But it's about the, the squad. I've kept saying about the squad and it's great to have Dante, give him 45 minutes of the week, come out, a bit more training. There was loads of thought behind that, you know, see where he was at. He's, he's very fit now. He's coming again today. And he, and he gives us that natural width with the left hand side and, and that balance. And, you know, we're hoping that he can deliver crosses today. Max can deliver crosses. We can get the likes of Donners and Munro and Griffin into the box and, uh, and, and maybe Jake on his debut. So, but listen, we're, we're going to play the same way. Same way. We know it's going to be difficult. We know the range coming down. Conditions are going to be tough, but but we're ready. You know we're ready every game, and and hopefully the result goes for us today. But we know that we're going to be up against a really tough Workington side.
3: Well, fingers crossed, Neil. Big thank you for joining us pre-match, and uh, all the best this afternoon. And catch up at full time. Brilliant. Cheers, Ben. Neil Reynolds there speaking to me about 45 minutes or so ago. Stato Paul joins us for a little pre-match chat now ahead of FC United here at uh,
4: Workington. Paul, how are you? Good afternoon. Well, Excellent. Welcome, welcome. Um, it's raining. Yeah, it's pretty much what we expected. It's the Lake District, isn't it? You know, it's, it goes part of the course. You remember the trip to Barrow last time? I, I do, I do, uh, f- fondly.
3: Because um, we were in a cabin, weren't we, and everyone yeah. else was outside. Uh, that, Getting well, drenched. Those are the perks of uh, being part of the radio team here at FC United.
4: First trip here to Borough Park? It's certainly mine. First for you, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the game here in 20, August, April 2015, we won the title a few days beforehand, and we put out a week inside... Workington capitalised on that and won the game on the day 1 0, which got them second place in the playoff. Unfortunately, they lost the playoff to Wilkeston, so it didn't, didn't develop further for them. But it, it drew the biggest non league crowd in this stadium, at 2,603.
3: And just a mention for the stadium as well, because it's the first time I've ever been here. I like this. This is proper. Old school. Old school, very old school. You can
4: kind of sense it's a former league club yes. when you look around. Now, they dropped out the league back in 1977 when Wimbledon came in, but you can still see some relics of the fact that they were at a higher level some time ago.
3: And um, with all due respect, so I'm going to segue now because you mentioned relics there. There were actually players who played for Workington in that game seven years ago, there's eight four, years ago.
4: The four survivors. Um, Wordsworth, Smith, Allison, and Tinian. And I mentioned this to a a, a fan who's uh, across on the other side from me and he said, well, we can't get rid of them. So (laughs) I thought that was nice.
3: Well, no, Scott Ellison's still a a good player this is Well, yeah, but he was joking. Yes, of course, of course. Um, Just to say as well, it is raining. um, The pitch is looking marvellous. And let's mention Jake Charles who starts. um, I mean, me and you, Paul, after... Well, we're we'll let, we'll let, we'll listening to a little behind-the-scenes, shall we? Yeah. On the way home from warrington Islands, me and Paul, well, Paul, introduced within a minute of Neil Reynolds' interview where he he, gave, he dropped breadcrumbs he about dropped, who yeah. it was. Um, yeah. You went Jake Charles. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. what do you know about Jake Charles well, other than what the
4: clues Reynolds gave he, out on Tuesday? He's big. Um, he's, he's very industrious. He runs around a lot. He presses. He harries. Um, it's going to be interesting because... People have talked about his goal-scoring record at Scarborough, which is not great, but he's been out of the game a lot in the last several years. So, you know, you wonder what his fitness levels are first thing off. His goal-scoring record at Stafford was quite respectable. He had two good seasons at Stafford.
3: And he was at Stafford. And Stafford weren't known for scoring loads of goals. No. So, So,
4: you know, that kind of points to the fact that he knows where the goals are. He did play for Wales up to under-21 level and scored twice at under-21 level for Wales. So he's got some quality about him, and of course he's got that lineage yes, of John eh, Charles. John Charles, explain people for those under 40. John Charles was, he was a Welsh legend. Uh, he played for Leeds United and then went to play for Juventus. When It was at a time when English players or British players didn't play abroad, and he was like a pioneer for British players playing abroad. And, and they knew him as the lion uh, because of his, his courage. And he could play centre-half or centre-forward, he could do anything. He was a remarkable legend in his time. And, and of course, he, he's his grandfather. So. And like
3: his grandfather, he's yeah. moved across from Yorkshire. He's gone abroad to, to FC United. So yeah, he's, that's, he's that's, crossed that's, the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we're hopeful. And it, does, it needed something. No, no disrespect to Kane or, or Bellardo or Martin or Morris. But on Tuesday night, I think we created enough openings to test the goalkeeper more.
4: And, and that's been the story for a number of games, I think, this season, where our approach play has been immaculate but we might finish the job off. And maybe Charles can come in and just provide that special magic around goal because if he gets chances, I think he may well take them. He's got that quality about him. Just, he gets in good positions. I think something like Renault mentioned that in training. He doesn't know where to be. So let's. Hope, when we play these balls into the box and usually they sail over the heads of everyone or nobody, nobody attacks them, he's the kind of player that might get on the end of them and make something. He starts today alongside up front.
3: It um, looks like uh, Max Kane on the right, Dante Gabidon on the left, or interchangeable. In midfield, Charlie Munro, Michael Donoghue, and Luke Griffiths. Now, uh, I've not had a chat with Woodsaw because unfortunately was over on the far side in, the, in this bigger stand with the roof. That was the midfield when we played away at
4: Nuneaton in arguably the best performance of pre-season. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. worked really, really well. I mentioned of Donoghue. He, he must need a new pair of boots after playing at How um,
3: How is he playing Highlands? tonight?
4: Because he ran well, miles I don't think I've ever seen him run so much in a game. He absolutely ran himself into the ground. He didn't, though. He had more in the tank. Mm. He kept going all the way to the, the whistle. They tried to sub him, and he, and he refused to come off, I think. But, you know, it was like... Not in a Chelsea goalkeeping way. No. In a kind of, oh, a, I'm all right. Somebody, somebody else is plugging more than me. <laughs> look, look, look at Munro. Yes. He needs to come off. Um, kind of thing. It's, it's a very interesting team selection for yes. today. And Gabidon returning. Um, he's only had half a game this season to be fair to him in in the FC shirts he's been elsewhere but I think this is another opportunity for him to come here and impose himself on the game and just speaking about those fitness levels the pitch
3: looks nice but it does look like it's going to be sapping because look at the boots of this player over here on the right they're sunken into this pitch this is going to be a game which is going to sap the energy of our midfield, I think.
4: Well, they certainly didn't, didn't need to switch the sprinklers on if they've got them. <laughs> That's no, for sure. So,
3: someone joked when it started raining, oh, someone's turned the sprinklers on. Mm. Uh, but uh, the back five, uh, boys in goal, uh, Pav now is the right back, uh, Czech Tiam has, has left the club, Guy Hall at left back, sent our pair pairing, Charlie Oliver and Curtis Jones. I thought all five of them had a really good game Tuesday night, except for a 30 second one spell error. at the start of the
4: second yeah, half when we, they weren't switched on we played virtually 90 minutes at Rylands and defended excellently bar one error we also go back to the Whitby game where for the second half I think I'm right in saying we kept a clean sheet yes so defensively we've, we've improved a lot from early in the season I think that's obvious I think it's, it's no coincidence that with Donny and Monroe back in yes. we've conceded less goals now,
3: Paul, that's all very well and good. We did see the best away performance on Tuesday night of the season. We still have a zero in the points column for away games this season. And
4: what a great opportunity this afternoon. Is it, though? Against a side that only Mask have conceded more this season. But... There's a stat for you. Here at Borough Park... But if you look at their results here, they've already conceded three. Yep. And I think they've conceded two in another game. They've had a mixed bag. They've, feel- won, they've won four out of five at home but at the same time they have shed goals, and I think that gives us a foot in the door this afternoon so I think today it's, the conditions are going to be difficult admittedly, it's it's a hostile environment at Borough Park but you, know, you take that aside for a moment I think we've got a chance today, I think this is a great opportunity and I hope we don't waste it
3: Well if it doesn't work out dear listener it's all Paul's fault, but anyway uh... I'm not promising anything <laughs> It's a strong prediction. The other prediction we can make, though, this afternoon is um, there's a lot of FA Cup games today. In fact, only Workington, who we're playing today, obviously, Ilkeston and Bamber Bridge, who are also playing each other, they're the only teams playing today who are above us in the league table. So there is an opportunity to make up some places here in our 10th league game. You know what they say about 10 league games, don't you, Paul? Well, you start start looking at the league table. Yeah, because no one looks at the league table, apart from us, before 10 games. But tomorrow...
0: Official well league. no at
3: 5 o'clock 5 o'clock yeah 5 o'clock managers across the country will look down for the at, first l- time. at their league tables and go "Oh, that's where we are I had no idea yeah. so that's good news 10, ten league games after this that's one the, that's the law yes uh, but there's a, there is a handful of league games today Baseford United taking on Gainsborough as I mentioned Ilkeston taking on Bamber Bridge Mask hosting Matlock Town and Stafford Rangers against Branford Park Avenue and of course this game here at Borough Park Workington against FC United of Manchester all the rest of the league, pretty much, are in the FA Cup third qualifying round this afternoon. But Roger, Lucas. That's yeah, we spent who cares? The been FA Cup's for that. next season. Yeah. Nah, we're, we're saving ourselves. Uh, we're still so, in the trophy. We are still in the trophy. Thanks for reminding me, Paul. I forgot I'm going to Morpeth next week.
4: After yes. mask.
3: And that's the other thing I mentioned to Neil in the pre match interview. Just the fact that this is the first part of a triple header of longer ways. masking in the league on Tuesday, Morpeth away in the trophy on Saturday. This, this is going to be very testing for the squad.
4: Yeah, and, and people's vehicles who happen to be driving or not. But there you go. I know you're on the bus. But I'm on the bus. My electric car does not mm-hmm. like the Pennines.
3: Uh, FC United taking on Workington here at Borough Park. A famous old ground here on the west coast of Cumbria. And let me give you the starting 11 for FC United as both teams emerge from the tunnel here. Pat Boys in goal. Pav Zuck at right back. Guy Hall at left back. Centre back pairing of Charlie Oliver and the captain, Curtis Jones, central midfield, Luke Griffiths and Charlie Munro. Loose midfield, if That's a such a position, Michael Donoghue. And on the wings, Dante Gabidon on one flank, Max Kane on the other. And making his debut today, Jake Charles. And the substitutes bench for FC United, Nick Bellardo, Charlie Ennis, Jay Fitzmartin, Deck McLaughlin and Elliot Morris. And uh, for Workington, if you're listening for Workington, you're very welcome. Workington starting 11 today is Atkinson, Wallbank, Leslie, Wordsworth. That's a local name, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Did he drive here or did he wander here? We'll wow. never know. Smith, Hubbold, Moore, McCarriga, Rigg, Allison, and Tinian, the captain. And uh, five substitutes Casson, Bell, Nelson, Moore, Tate. Griffiths crosses this ball in towards the near post. Headed clear by Tinian. Headed back there by Munro. Cleared again. Still in the working-to-penalty area. Gabidon cuts out the clearance to the edge of the box. goes a goal! Oh, great save by the goalkeeper. He palmed it onto the post. Gabidon really unlucky there. The score remains 0-0, but fantastic goalkeeping by Atkinson. Oliver finds Griffiths in a bit of space. Over the halfway line now comes the midfielder. Nice pass out to the left-hand side to Hall. Hall could cross this ball in towards Charles. Oh, Charles on the near post. It was tricky, and it just went wide. Zuck. Bringing the ball forward, down the right-hand flank. Zuck, down the line there for the run of Kane. Kane into the penalty area. It's going to break here to Griffiths. Griffiths straight at the goalkeeper, though. And saved by Atkinson. And I think Griffiths, rather than smash it, he went for accuracy. And in the end, it was comfortable for Atkinson. Workington trying to pass the way out here at the back. It's going to break for Charles. Charles goes for goal. Good save by Atkinson oh on eight. his near post. Only as far as Hall, though. Hall on the left-hand side of the penalty area now. Towards the byline. Plays it back here to Griffiths. Griffiths crosses the ball in towards the back post. Beats everyone. Munro to Zuck, to Griffiths. Griffiths to Charles. Charles finds Gabby Gabidon Gabby through the middle here to Donahue, Challenge comes in. It breaks for Kane on the right hand side. Kane, lucky to beat his man and brought down there. Oh no! Well, no says the ref. No says the ref. Well, well he's got a booking then, hasn't he, for diving? Mm. Can't you can't have one and not the other. I don't think Kane's very happy with that decision. Was it in the penalty area? I think it was just outside. It might have been just it? outside. And this is why we're going to go down. as was about to cross the ball in. One for the action replay, certainly, mm. on FCTV. Oliver out towards the right-hand side to Zuck. Zuck's got a bit of space towards Leslie. Crosses that ball you know It nearly gets to Griffiths. It's back towards the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper is oh, giving a goal. He know he's giving a foul. Has he? Yes. Charles and the goalkeeper there on the goal line for that ball and uh, the referee has come to the goalkeeper's rescue because that ball made its way into the goal. Well, I mean, to be fair... Not Lafdos would have got the goal, that's for sure. I do question that, Will, because the goalkeeper does have hands, which does give him an advantage, but uh, if that was two outfield (laughs) players, that wouldn't have been a foul, would it? I think Atkinson was a bit fortunate there. Right-hand side, Walbank looking out to the right-hand touchline towards Allison. Asking a lot there of Allison. Allison keeps the ball in play to Casson. Casson with a first-time ball forward down the right-hand side. Walbank's continued his run, plays it square. Shot comes in, saved by Boys and cleared by Oliver. And FC United win it back. Fitzmartin to Griffiths. Griffiths, can he find the right pass? He finds Kane. Kane's into the penalty here. Kane is brought down. No, says the ref. Oh, my goodness. Now, that is controversial. That's worse than the first half one isn't it the only thing i could say i can't see if he won the ball or not paul did he win the ball i don't think he did well
2: yellow
3: yellow card for reynolds the card for neil reynolds and uh well the linesman here says he got the ball that's the call Mm. that the officials have made it didn't look good did it
4: no (laughs) it didn't look
3: good smith with this free kick played long header one into the penalty saved by boys a great schmeichel s just got something on it there to get that ball away from his goal and it's going to be a corner to Workington Tinian puts his hand up in the air now crosses the ball in towards the back post area Jones doesn't get to it, Rigg does it's not clear and there is a poke over the line and FC United got all that possession and all those chances Paul, Workington just scrambled
4: it in When you have such domination of a game and don't cash in, it's always likely somewhere along the line you're going to pay for it And that was just the scramble at the corner that they managed to force
3: in. FC United are going to win this ball. It's a loose pass in midfield and Morris gets to it. Morris to Gabidon. Gabidon into the box. goes for goal. Saved by the goalkeeper. Down to his right. Wide of goal. And it's the corner. Rigg comes short for it into Workington territory. He's holding the ball up really well there. The striker for Workington. And uh, Workington bring the ball forward. Here's Bell. His first touch and the Morris lets him out of jail there a little bit Griffiths to rig and it's played through here, Leslie's on side. Leslie's through on goal, saved by the goalkeeper rebounds on and there to put it into the net was Kit Nelson, the substitute and FC United uh, had opportunities I think to defend that one but they've conceded a second, 77 minutes on the clock and that's probably the game now Paul, unfortunately
4: Yeah, I don't see a way back now it was unfortunate the way it turned out but they allowed the left back to get into the box unchallenged and Boyce uh, boys made a good save but he couldn't keep out the rebound.
3: Flicks on there by Kane. Here's Fitzmartin. Fitzmartin down the line for the run of Belardo. edge of the box. Belardo crosses the ball in. Met by Wordsworth. Here's Munro. Munro. Good pass here to Griffiths, right inside the box, cross it into the back post, it's met there by Kane, bundled over the line, FC United have scored in the fourth minute of added time. There's two minutes left and it's 2-1. Yeah! There we go, full time. Full time here at Borough Park and FC United. Well, the away form, like I said on Tuesday night, it continues... FC United lose nearby, two goals to one. They've dominated the chances in this game. They've had two penalty shouts as well. They've had a goal disallowed. But in the end, Workington have taken their chances. Neil will point to the penalty shouts. There was a penalty shout in the first half where Kane was brought down. Um, We'll have to watch it back, but the referee didn't give him a booking. So I'm assuming he thinks the defender won the ball, but... We'll never know. Uh, There was a goal disallowed as well. Uh, Charles, I'd say it was a 50-50 with the goalkeeper, but as soon as you go anywhere near a goalkeeper on a looping ball like that, the the referee's going to blow his whistle, and that's what happened. There was a strong shout, though, in the second half, Paul, with Max Kane.
4: I couldn't believe that, but, you know, the referee saw it differently, and the assistant was very adamant. He was closest to it, so we didn't get the decision. But generally, Paul...
3: When we talk about the chances on goal, the actual chances on goal, we've created a lot this afternoon. Atkinson's made a couple of good saves, but we really haven't been clinical enough, have we? With Six the shots on target we've had.
4: Eight on target, seven off target. So that's 15. You have 15 goal attempts in the game. You really expect to score more than one.
3: And the goal um. we actually scored, was it was bundled in, basically, in added time. Um, Max Kane scoring. But we will... After to look at the replay there's a strong shout for at least one of those penalties but um, again we'll have to wait for the replay Neil will be pointing to them but I think we've done enough to create the chances to have won today but we haven't
4: if we created like one chance in the game and scored you would have said well not not enough creation we have created chances this afternoon how much of the way
3: that game swung because it was quite dramatic that it swung to Workington. How much of that was to do with the fact Donahue was removed Again. from play? He was substituted. I mean, to be fair, we, we, we said we, we doubt he's going to make 90 minutes. So that substitution probably had to happen. But I think that did alter things in a, in a way.
4: But you can't really rely on one player, can you? That's the problem. We need to be better than that. And to be honest, if we'd taken chances, it wouldn't have mattered when Donahue went off.
3: Just a question about Jake Charles. The first time we've seen him wearing an FC United shirt. Uh, I, I think he had a good debut, I think, when he, when he was playing in that first half. Especially, I thought, I thought he was good. A good outlook for FC.
4: Yeah, I, I think um, he did well. I think part of the problem is the fact, though, that we've got five games in 15 days. So, he couldn't risk you or Charles for 90 minutes. I think that's... Well, that's the thing. We played Monroe for the full game. You'd imagine we're going to pay for that on Tuesday at Mass. It's just, it's just a big ask, isn't it? Game after game. And with, unless you've got a very big squad and you can rotate, which we haven't got, it's difficult. It's very difficult. So it's, the manager's decision-making is, is also influenced by Tuesday night. I'm going to be joined now by Neil Reynolds. Hi, Neil. Thank you for joining us
3: uh, for this post-match chat. Um, always, always tricky doing these post-match chats straight after the full-time whistle, because you've still got the emotion from the touchline, and uh, I'm not going to get you into trouble this afternoon, but mm. um, we'll come to the penalty shouts in a second, but let's just touch upon the actual mm. full-time result. 2-1, Workerton have just taken their chances, haven't they, really, uh. towards the end, and it's just...
0: we, Yeah, yeah. Whatever I say, people going to... Obviously, hang on every word, so I've got to be careful what I say because emotions are very high. And I'm, yes. listen, I am a complete realist. We haven't won away from home. The results fall on my shoulders. What I've just said to the lads in there if it's me that's under pressure, then you accept that. But I cannot accept that performance from the referee today. We're a game that we've totally controlled, totally controlled first half. Like Danny just said to me, miles better side. A penalty in the first half that should have been, even the keeper said it, should have been on Max Kane the goal that should have stood, and then the second-half penalty, well, you're on top they'll nil, no, get, just get me going on that. I, I very rarely, Ben, come out and have a pop at officials. I very rarely. I'll take the result. I can't say that today. That's an sh- absolute shocker, and he came over and booked me. What does what he want me to do? Because I jump up and down and ask for a penalty. Well, it was
3: a strong challenge. It didn't look like he got the ball at all. The official. I mean, he's looking to his assistant, and his assistant, when he came running down the pitch, um, when your yellow card was given, he said he got the ball. I mean, that's um, an interpretation, let's say.
0: It's a, it's a shocker. I'm using words that their bench have said to me. It's a stone wall penalty, and we're on top, and there's only one team in the game. And Danny will tell you that that's no disrespect to Workington. We've we've done so well, so well to them. We've come away with nothing, and it's hard when you when you're out there as players and you can see the goal, your heads go straight away and you start looking around, going. How's that not a penalty? Have we not scored? How's the referee not given a decision? And then you start losing your focus a little bit. But the, the lads are human beings, they're human and then when they know that they deserve something and get nothing, that's that's really hard to take. But we, we've lost we've lost another game of football, which I'm sure that will open up a, a catalogue of conversation about it.
3: Just to focus on our end of the bargain and <laughs> our chances. I mean we've dominated possession, we've, we've created a multitude of chances in the penalty area but go back to how Workerton have scored they've taken their chances whereas we haven't we haven't we have and that's the, that's the crux of it. Ma- it take the penalty out of it and <coughs> the, the disallowed goal which yeah. I'll come to in a sec yeah, but yeah. that's that's it's essentially it isn't it of course really? it
0: is we, we can't keep making chances Another kid makes a couple of good saves we hit the post we do we fizz balls across the box we're not in there for whatever reason it's not going in Trying to bring a centre forward into today and I think he did well for sixteen yeah, he and then he tired. You know, he he'll score goals for us. Uh Donners obviously we had to surrender him because of risk of injury again. But we've we've got to take our chance. We were camping there our first half. We, we could everyone could see it. We had the directors behind me, you were here, everyone they couldn't get out, they they had no answer for us. But we've got a we've got to score. And then, you know, lads lads defend themselves when things aren't going for them, so they, they come back and say, oh, well, I tried to put a ball in, I tried to do this, and sometimes it's all right trying, but you've, you've got to you've got to do it, you know, you've got to do it, and, and, and when you when you cross the line, you've, you've got to take responsibility. I mean, the second goal comes because we don't play forward, we check, it's poor decisions, but the, the lads are brilliant, the, the team are brilliant, you know, they are, you know, I'm not putting it down to, you know, guy checking today and not giving the ball. I'm, I'm putting this solely down to the referee. I can't, I can't put it anywhere else, Ben. We score one, we go and score three or four. I know the keeper really well. He's laughing down the tunnel at me at half-time. He went, how's that been this? And I just said, well, the, the,
3: the argument I would make is if that was an outfield player, that wouldn't be a foul. No, and he's got his hands; he's allowed to use. So
0: you know, and, and and our jobs, our jobs, the pressure we put ourselves under leading up to a game of football on a Saturday is, is huge. You know, you speak to Danny, their manager. It's huge the pressure we put ourselves under, and when you get officials today, it really, really puts a, a really sour note over what you do in in the week because we work really hard as as players and managers and staff to get it right, and when you cross the white line, I, you know, people can make mistakes, but you can't. You can't make a catalogue out there. You know, when, when one of my players makes a mistake, you hope that someone will turn around and, and try and get him out of it. If the referee makes a mistake, he's got the liner looking right across the, across the player. That he's got got a second pair of eyes. You know, we all know it's a penalty and to apologise to me at the end going, if I've got it wrong I'm sorry. That's that's a, that's a disgrace. You can't say sorry. Well it'd be interesting to watch it back <laughs> uh, when, when when the replay is
3: available. Um but we've got Mask next. You take that frustration with you to Yeah of course we do. Now. Yeah there's
0: no there's no you know Mask can't come I don't know how they've gone on today. They got uh, beat. They got beat. You know everyone looks at it and they're what two points second from bottom and they think it's an easy, easy, easy win for us but you know, if we carry on with our away form the way it's gone this season, then, then we don't go and get anything. But it's got to turn. You know, at Warrington Islands in midweek we played really well, come away with a one-nil defeat. Today we played really well, come away with a two-one defeat. Well, Neil, a frustrating <coughs> afternoon.
3: Unlucky today, but
0: uh, we go again on Tuesday night at
3: Mass United. And a big thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up again then.
1: FC United manager Neil Reynolds there and as discussed, two games on the road once again this week for the Reds Firstly, on Tuesday evening FC United travelled to the North Yorkshire coast to take on Mask United It's a 7.45pm kick-off on Tuesday and we'll have full live coverage from 7.30pm on FC Radio and on North Manchester 106.6 FM While on Saturday, FC are in FA Trophy action as the Reds travel back up the A1, this time to take on Morpeth Town in the third qualifying round. Kick-off in the North East this weekend will be at 3pm and we'll have full live commentary for that match as well. Tune in from 2.30pm on the FC Radio website. And that's it for this week's edition of This Club is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time.
3: This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular
2: FC United radio station in the world.